I'll repeat that, please. I realized watching One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest that I think that it's been almost 20 years since I watched it for the first time that like a lot of the movies, like first like adult movies that mm-hmm. I watched, I've now almost seen them 20 years ago. I'm old. Wow. And they're going to hit you in in a different way every time you watch them because you're at a different time in your life. Uh, How many times have you seen One Flew? A lot. Like, I can't count them. I watched it a lot in high school. (laughs) It's like, it's very good. I was, be good. It's just, there's like, there's something fun about it, even though it's not a comedy officially, but it's very fun. But it is, though. There's there's moments. And it's funny. It's it's what your father said. It's funny until it's not. Mm hmm. And then it's not funny at all. And my dad saw funny. it in high school with his golf club. They all went on wow. an outing to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest in 1975. Random. I would love to know what the planning of that. Like, I know. They, were they on the tee like, or after, after the day of golf? They're like, hey, like in the clubhouse. Like, hey, should uh-huh. we go see this movie? Like, what? What were the options, I wonder? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know were like, they what deciding it between... Came out? Probably these other movies that we're talking Probably. about. Mm-hmm. It's like Jaws. You want to see Jaws or One Flew? One Flew. One Flew. We're golfers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But Jaws is like my dad's favorite movie. This was a big year for my dad in movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy for him. Happy for all of us. Should we introduce mm. this new voice? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> Who is that? Um, Whomst? Who's in charge today? You are. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is another Hi. episode of Movies IMO. Um, we don't have Daniel here today. He's working, and she's a working booked and girl. Busy. And booked because, and busy. Because I was on vacation, there was no way to reschedule. So we just. Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> we love you, though. I wonder if he'll listen to this. Should we like drop secret messages in, <laughs> like under the Silver Lake, <laughs> and see if he? Knows what we've He'll said. He'll listen, Daniel. Yeah. We miss you. Um. So I'm Ben MB. Oh, I'll say because yeah. then we'll say Ooh. we'll do this. The guest <laughs> last. Um. I'm Braden Kirby. Hello. And, and our guest today is. In, oh, sorry. I was just gonna say in Daniel's place, literally sitting in a seat. TJ Slipko. Hello. Oh my God! Wow. One fellow of our film fellow fag. film fans. I am honored. I Many am a time reference. Grateful to be here. I am humbled, grateful, excited, nervous. A lot of a lot of emotions. Our first once. guest ever. Wow. Ever. And you chose me. Mm-hmm. Welcome. We did. I'm, I'm sorry we're not doing Cruise Two. That is uh, okay. I know. Um, but we're doing Detective Pikachu, right? Yes. yes. So <laughs> let, I, I have are, my 30 minute monologue. I'm fresh off the boat. No. Um, <laughs> Ready to go. I am happy oh, to be here. Fresh off the boat. Fresh off. Ooh. Ooh. Fucking hell. <laughs> Fucking hell. This is going to be one of our most topical episodes because it drops tomorrow. Oh, oh wow. Really? Yeah. Usually our references usually, are a week late. Yeah, usually we're a week behind, but also because of my vacation, it was like, this is the only day. This is the we day can we do. Anyway, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best movie ever released. Oh, mm. man. I have none. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. I haven't seen it. I plan to. I it's great. Too. It's great. It's bad, but it's great. Yeah, I'm gonna get a I large can't popcorn wait to see it. and just sit back and relax. Mm. Literally, it's such a sit back and relax movie. Yeah. You just you just let the insanity wash over you. 
Mm. If Rita Ora is in your movie, I think that kind of like sets the the tone of where the movie's going. And and Rita Ora is in this movie the way she's in the Fifty Shades of Grey movies, which means she's not in it, but she's just like there for no presence is around. Her aura (laughs) is around. Aura, aura's aura. Yes, literally. It's uh, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird ass movie. She just pop in. Yeah. Yes. Literally just. (laughs) Pops on she just, in. She just pops in. Uh, my mic is too far away from my face. I always get self-conscious because you can always hear me breathing. <laughs> You're like that kid from Harold who breathes, and then yes. Helga punches him oh, in the face. Yes. yes. And you and Daniel never have like breathing recorded, but I always you can hear my breathing. <laughs> room tone, but breathing. Tone. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. We just need a constant drone. So of I have breaths. to like, look away when I'm not speaking. <laughs> So well, maybe just... I'll join you in this club. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing into the microphone. Panting. Ben, what 17,000 movies are we talking about today? Wow, wow, wow. Today, we're entering the time machine. We are entering the time machine. We are... This, this topic came about... Brandon had the idea to... I did? Yeah, do a theme episode about... An Oscar ceremony, since Green Book is such a terrible winner. Oh right! That we do a theme episode about a good Oscar year. Yes, <laughs> that's great. It's a nice yeah. palate cleanser. That's that's no. that's. I forgot that was the yeah. And Genesis and then I suggested we do the calendar year of 1975, the 1976 Oscar okay. ceremony, and. We are doing a bunch of movies. I think the total comes out to seven. Seven movies. Because we skipped the story of Adele H. Sorry, Isabella Agnani. We love you. But we love possession. We uh, <laughs> we all, we ran out of time. Sorry. With, we were Sorry. All, we were it's b- also a hard to find movie Criterion channel. Oh. <laughs> they can Venmo us $20. Oh my God. <laughs> for not having it available. That is. But boring. they did have one of our titles, two of our titles oh. today. Well, everyone should go watch them there. when. Yes. Um, so let me list the seven movies. We love the Linda. Oh, Linda is looking in the window. Linda is so happy I'm home. So I've been on vacation. Let's chat. Look at our little (laughs) Pikachu feet. Bye. Yeah, we didn't have much banter. Let's back it up to banter. Banter. We we all just got back into town. All of us, all literally, of us. an hour ago. Literally, uh-huh. fresh. <laughs> I don't know how we're off here. Off the four hundred five. Fresh <laughs> off the boat in fucking hell. Fucking hell. <laughs> Then where were you? I was in Yellowstone National Park looking at baby animals, uh, which is where it, spring is very good for animal yeah. sightseeing, I guess. Because there are a lot of babies because they fucked and popped them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Mm. Was your um was there were there a lot of buffalo mm-hmm. roaming around? Buffalo are the most common yeah. animal that you can actually see, and there were some. Apparently, there will were like a pack of wolves out and about, but we never saw them. But like. You That's you scary. chat with people. Yeah. Like, you'll see on the side of the road just, like, a shitload of cars. So you also pull over, and you are like, what are we looking at? Yes. And they're like, My there's friends. a bear up there. <laughs> like there's a, shared, a bear. It's like a shared camaraderie that you yeah. all have. Yeah, yeah. It really that. is. And then and then you talk about what else you saw. And, and like, yeah, earlier today we saw Wolf at this stop, so maybe they're going to come back or whatever. So it's Yellowstone, fun. you just drive until you stop and yep. pull over. You literally just are like, okay, we're going to go on this road today. And you just drive and you look at the, they're like, it's an active volcano site. Right. So there are like hot springs and we went to Old Faithful and there are, so there are like different 
attractions along the way. Mm -hmm. And if you see animals that you want to stop and look at and take pictures of, you stop. Like, it literally, like, you are driving, like, eight hours a day and then stopping. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds amazing. It's like a road trip in the the same, like, I mean, it's, like, bigger than Rhode Island. Like, it's huge. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. I it's want so to go fun. It's like Same. it's literally like you're camping, but you are in a car all day, and you stay in a hotel at night, but you're still like out in the wilderness. It's perfect. Like it'll be like there are there's a waterfall like one mile in down this path, and like okay, let's go check it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I loved it. I love that for you. It was so fun. I'm glad you had fun. We got pretty close to a bear. There was a ranger that like made a stay behind him, and he had a stun gun. That's what was it, black bear? Mm-hmm. In case the bear like attacked. Yeah, I don't <gasps> think I've ever seen a bear in real life before. Mm-mm. I mean, maybe, like, it was a crazy. Pan- a polar bear, a panda yeah. bear, like at a zoo, but like yeah. I don't think I've ever. It was crazy, and we saw we saw one like way far away, and it was eating a buffalo. Eating it? Yeah, that the wolves took down earlier that day. Because I don't think bears. Hunt animals, but they'll like <laughs> the bears will like eat the leftover carcass. Okay. You were literally watching Netflix. Yeah, because uh-huh. yeah, bears Planet usually will go out to stream and get fish. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> and that's where this bear was yeah. on the side of a interesting stream. When you sent that photo, it was very zoomed in, and I thought you were that close to the bear, six feet away. <laughs> I was like, "How are you not dead?" The the ranger would be like. The bear is probably going to take steps towards us, and when he does, we're going to back up. If you run, he will run after you, because that's in the bear's nature, so you have to walk backwards. And don't, like, yeah. What if someone fucked it up and, like, got eaten? Well, that's why the ranger has a stun gun, and and that's why the ranger's in the front of the pack. Right. And you have to stay, he would make us stay behind him. But, like... I assume all the animals are like microchipped and that's how the ranger knows to go. go, Like, oh, it's right on the side of the road. I better go be with this group. Yeah. So they don't. Because people are stupid, inherently stupid. Uh (laughs) We'll do anything for a picture. Mm -hmm. It's like um, you had Bryce Dallas Howard from Pete's Dragon with you. Oh, yes, it was. And we would see like a bunch of buffalo and like, I guess... The women buffalo all herd together and with the babies, and the men, there are like no men to be found. The men all go off. So, like, you'll Fuck see men. You'll see yes. like a lone buffalo, and it's like, that's a man. <laughs> <laughs> like, so if you low. see a pack, it's women. Oh, and yeah. like, they, they tell you if there are babies in the group, you need to be extra careful because they will do anything to protect the baby. And this one guy just like walked right up to them, and I was like, we uh, are about to watch a man die. Uh, like, oh I was God. sure of it, but. Was and they, the ranger there to be no, like, back up, sir? No. Excuse and me, sir. and like three buffalo literally just like turned their <laughs> head and looked at the man. And I was like, they're going to kill him. Get yeah. your phone out. And just they didn't. <laughs> but oh, he was fine. Okay. He survived. Well, hey. Yeah, they didn't, good they didn't charge him. Oh, they could have like literally, what, was it, gored him? Bored. Bored yeah. him? Yeah. There would have been gore. It Had he been, been bored. <laughs> oh, And then you. we would have been like, oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> That Imagine if that's what I saw at Yellowstone. I saw someone get bored by a by a bison, by a buffalo. NBD. What were you doing in San Diego? It was uh, my friend's 29th birthday, so we did like a little Ooh. birthday trip down. It was a sp- surprise trip, um, and we just drank a lot of beer. I love that. We had we had we like got like a private van and did like a few brewery, brewery tours, and like our driver Todd was just a, a riot. Like you know, uh, you, you, kind of, like, you kind of like. 
it was there was five of us and Todd, and then you have to kind of fig- figure out like the dynamic of the group. Mm-hmm. And, like by the end, we were all best buds and whatnot. I love that. So ate a lot of good Mexican food too. Yes, they have good Mexican. Food. Yes, so. I mean you're like right on the border. It's just wild because it's like I feel like L.A. like doesn't have like dive bars, uh-huh. and like, it's just, yeah. it's, 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 like every other town in America has dive bars. So we were like walking around like like we were in North Park and like there's just like normal like garbagey bars like uh-huh. not not garbagey bars just like just like low key chill bars. And it was like mm-hmm. we, it was L.A. has changed like like changed my brain being like oh like what like, you know I don't know it's just like they gotta be trendy yeah, yeah like, dive like, bars don't really but exist. I love dive bars so much it's, it's so, so, it's, so it's so bizarre that L.A. just doesn't have that or they mm-hmm. have like the dive bars that are like pretending to be dive bars which mm-hmm. is apparently the opposite of what a dive but, bar is yeah right? they're like trying so they're trendy and a lot of, a lot of great food and snacks oh. so a sign of a good weekend. Mm. Oh, I it snacks. truly is. And you wear a hat. I wore it. My friend has I this, love has that this, hat. It's a, so do I. It's this hat you got on Amazon, and we all wore it at a different mm. brewery stop, mm-hmm. and it all looked good on everyone, but oh. I, I never thought I would own one of those hats. The but power I was like, of the hat. I was like, should I move to Venice now? I feel like I'm yeah. going to Venice... Venice gay. We'll have to retweet your your photos from the Movies IMO account so everyone can see it. Yeah. um, The aforementioned hat. Yes. It's like a fedora. It's like a fedora. No, no, it's better. That's not giving it enough credit. Yeah, it's better than a fedora. Yeah, it has a bigger brim. It's like like almost a sun hat, but it's not quite a sun hat. I don't know what you call it. It's a gray felt. It's um, It's just the large brimmed hat. It's a large brimmed hat. Yes. Exactly. And hey. I don't know if it has a name. It's it's one the man the man in um, Red Dead Redemption two. Oh, yes, I was gonna a... say Curious George. <laughs> it's the man in Curious George. Has well, like his, a is, his is a little bulbous his on the top. Like a yeah. Yours was flat. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's really a James Marsden cap. Ooh, Thank you, James Marsden. Your hat channels the best of Red Dead Redemption two side <laughs> missions. <laughs> Thank that's you. So true. How was your weekend? Yes, Brandon. Oh. In San Francisco. It was fun. It was for a work thing, and then it was not. For, then when it wasn't for a work thing, once the work concluded, then the fun began. And mm. I got a little burnt. I got a little sun. I sat in Dolores Park oh, with yeah. all the gays. Love it. Just a lot of people watching. A lot of rosé. Did you see, had. like, the purple house on the hill that's, like, right in the mission? I don't it's, think like, so. It's, like, my favorite thing, and I noticed it's in the trailer for The Last Man in San Francisco, like, prominently. Oh, oh really? Uh-huh. I don't think I know. I went to the, like, the Painted Ladies, the Fuller House. Oh, the yeah. Fuller House. The Fuller, Fuller House. house. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's what. <laughs> yes. Oh, let's update the reference. The Fuller House houses. <laughs> Starring Lori. Lori Laughlin. Ah, criminal. <laughs> criminal. Starring convict. <laughs> I guess she's not a convict yet. She hasn't. She will be. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To be convict. Especially because she did not guilty and they added more charges or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be even harder to. She pled not guilty by saying that she didn't know it was against the law, though. Not I didn't do it. Just I didn't realize you can't bribe people. (laughs) Didn't know. Didn't know I couldn't lie that my daughters are on the. Growing team. Didn't know that was bad. Linda's, Linda's getting in the cornbread chips. Oh, Linda loves like a salty cracker. Oh, I mean, her, same her Linda. face is in it, the Literally bag. In, like, in the bag. I'll bring them over. Oh, uh, I, I love on, um, I'm throwing shade. Brian Safi always talk, has like a Lori Lachlan update. Now. I know. Every week. He's like, <laughs> this right. is what Lori did this week. This is what <laughs> Olivia Jade. Olivia Jade was at Ikea with her boyfriend because she's moving out of her parents. Oh, house. <laughs> that's a drama. I, I read somewhere that she met with the crisis management team that helped Martha Stewart rehab her, re, re, rehab her image. Uh-huh. And they literally told her, they were like, 
work out your legal stuff first, uh-huh. and then we'll help you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have still have to go through, oh, no, the pancake bread. Linda. Pancake bread down. She is being mischievous. Uh, mischievous. Well, that she, is so funny. Yeah, then. so like they're like, how about you? We'll help you, but like you have other bigger things to worry about. Like you already think you're already gonna get over this. Like, yeah, you need to she get could, like, out of it. Be yes, going yes. to prison for two years, and then and then we'll rehab your image. Yeah, after prison, after you go uh, to jail. Oh, fun. That yeah, is fun. but yeah, San Francisco is fun. It's good. I like that city. I always have a good it's time. A fun it's city. a fun city. It's a fun place. Did a lot of walking. Really, uh, yeah. like walked everywhere. Walked yes. to the Golden Gate Bridge. Walked all the way down to the Mission. Like mm. did a big square. Ah, oh, love it. That's crazy. My shins hurt. That's a long way. And that's not from all Golden Gate Bridge either. to the Mission. Yeah, we walked like ten miles. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus. I got a lot of steps in, like literally twenty five thousand steps. I believe Good you. For you. <laughs> that's a lot. It was insane. That's quite a bit. I was in pain. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Love walking. Love Love to walk. (laughs) Okay, shut up. (laughs) Okay. Now, now I will say the the movies that we are doing. I don't. I'm just going to do it from memory. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So we are talking about four of the five Best Picture nominees. We're not talking about Barry Lyndon because we've already talked. If you'd like to hear our thoughts on Barry Lyndon, you can listen to the episode on The Favorite. Oh, right. Yeah. That's where I was like, when did mm-hmm. we do? So we skipped that. So we are doing the other four Best Picture nominees. Sidney Lumet's Dog Day Afternoon. Steven Spielberg's <laughs> Oh my Jaws. God, Linda is biting the plastic open to get into the pancake bread. Also, this is, I think it's time to do like a non-sponsored plug. Trader Joe's pancake bread is they, absolutely delicious. It's a loaf I'm of I'm going to hold like Linda because she's being a naughty baby. And Linda baby. wants to get in there. Linda the cat is being naughty. Okay, Trader so. Trader Joe's Convenmo is $12. Yes, Dog Day you. Afternoon. Steven Spielberg's Jaws. Um, Robert Altman's Nashville. And the winner. Winner. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, directed by Milos Forman. Hell yeah. And then on top of that, we are doing the a nominee for Best Director, Amar Court, Federico Fellini's. Um, which, winner of. Which won Best Foreign Film like the year before because right. of the calendar was weird. Oh. Yeah. And then, and we are watching the. Winner of Best Foreign Film this year, Akira Kurosawa's Dursu Usala. I tried to li- pay attention to how they pronounce it in the movie, and it's Usala. Usala? Usala. Okay. Good. Um, and the last thing that we are talking about is Hal Ashby's Shampoo. <laughs> Shampoo. <laughs> I think that's probably Shampoop. inappropriate. Uh, I know. It's not appropriate. That's what it's gonna be. I like forgot I watched that. I know. I wa- that was the first thing I watched because I watched the, the movies I, watched I haven't watched before. Oh, did you watch Shampoo? First. I did. Oh, great! It was free on Crackle. I was like, oh, what well, can I stream? Oh, yeah. Shampoo is free on Crackle. Yes. Everyone. So random. Weirdly timed commercial breaks, but I guess I it, bet. it's a movie anyway. So, yeah. but yeah, yeah, that is funny. So you want to begin? I want to begin with Dog Day Afternoon. Yes. Which. Is my favorite movie of the bunch, I think. Mm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna second that. I think mine's still one flu. Sure. That's fair. And I would have to watch Nashville again. So Dog Day's probably second. One flew over no, the Jaws. Nest is such a good movie awesome. and it's probably like my fourth favorite of the five best picture nominees. 
insane. And it's, this year is this year so was good. crazy. It was crazy. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like I would I would put Dog Day, Barry Lyndon, and Nashville. I would probably say those are all better movies. Mm-hmm. But One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is still a masterpiece. No, I would not. <laughs> not give, shampoo. Would not rank shampoo <laughs> higher. Higher. Um, what was that? That got a lot of nominations, but not picture. It did not get picture. It got writing, uh-huh. screenplay, yeah. Uh huh. And it got actor, uh, actress, uh, supporting actress, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which it won. Won, yeah. <clears throat> For Lee Grant. Random. I mean, she's good in the movie, but yeah. it's crazy. Over Lily Tomlin. Over Lily Tomlin in Nashville. I'm that upset about scene. that. Yeah. We'll get there. So we're going to start with Dog Day Afternoon. Let's do it. Does anyone have watching. any opening thoughts? Um, good ass movie. This is good such a good movie. movie. This is this kind of thing like you, you mentioned before. I first watched this about ten years ago uh-huh. in my like freshman year college class, um, film theory class. It was like the character of location in fiction film it was all oh. like how like location is character. Like watch a woman under the influence. Oh uh, yeah. And, and, mm. and my professor had us like draw the map of the house oh, after. And I so, love that. And I remember like sitting there watching this movie and like loving it. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember like tangentially seeing like like a, a, a movie poster at like a. Fye, you know, it's Fye or something like that. But mm-hmm. I never knew what it was about, and I, it knocked my socks off. And this is my first rewatch since that, and it's still such a good movie. Yeah. I love this movie so much. So do I. Yeah, I hadn't seen it since college either. Yeah, Very like, good. I've only seen it a couple times, maybe three times. Yeah. And every time, I'm just like shocked how tense it is. The whole fucking yeah. movie. Yep. Two There's, hours, five minutes, whole time. There are up to up to the minute, like literally barely credits. Yeah. Yeah. Like it rolls as he's being arrested at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's insane. It's it's such high tension, but also like it's so light uh-huh. at the same time. And like yes. it's it, it's for me, I never thought that they were ever gonna shoot you. Like you don't ever think that he's gonna shoot the people in the bank. Yeah, yeah. at least for me, at least I never. But there's so many other high height stakes mm-hmm. things in it, and it, I don't know. I don't know. Just it's like, always you. You're worried that the cops are gonna right. shoot him. That the cops are gonna accidentally shoot someone else. Mm-hmm. That. That Maybe John Cazale, like, I don't know how to pronounce John Cazale's last name. I think it's Cazale. Mm. That he could snap and yeah. shoot everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of things that are there to fear that I love could happen. Sylvia, uh, she's so she is, sassy. I, I literally, she's from queen. the start. Oh, heart on my notes. I uh, just love her so much. Yeah. Fred, like from the, like she's sassy to him from the beginning. Uh-huh. She's like. I'm not going to last in here. I'm going to have to pee. Or whatever she says. I don't know. Uh, and Carol Kane. Carol Kane. I was like. I forgot. She best actress nominee this year for Hester Street, which is a very good movie that everyone should watch if you've never seen it. Oh, really? And I probably, won't. no offense to Louise Fletcher, who is great in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, mm-hmm. but I would probably have voted for Carol Kane in oh. Hester Street. Oh. I would like to see it. I oh, like sorry. I You're kicked good. you, TJ. Wow, playing footsie on the table <laughs> with our guest. I, I just like how um, you know the, the whole tone of the whole movie is set. You know, at the beginning when like it's the three of them and they're about to rob the, you know, they're mm-hmm. robbing the bank and then the young kid like chickens out. Yeah, and then like he's like, and then and then he leaves and then um, Al Pacino's like, but don't take the car and he's like, how am I gonna get home? And that kind of like mm-hmm. that comedy like sets the tone of like, okay, it's gonna be a high tense movie, but also there's gonna be this weird comedy element. Yeah, it's like yeah, everyone's just kind of like. Like a, a, a dip head, you know, like, yeah. like kind of a dip head. I don't know why I said that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they're yeah, all they are dippy. Dip heads. Everyone's are. dippy in this whole movie. Yeah, Al Pacino doesn't know what he's doing. No. Like, they literally could have been in and out. And, yes. But he 
wanted to like make a statement. Yes. And then they didn't even know the timing of the pickup, so there's no money. There's no money. Oh there. my god, it's eleven hundred dollars or something like that. Uh, it's so crazy. I also, oh, this is based on a true story. Yes. We yes. should note if you haven't seen this movie, this is a real thing that happened. His name is Sunny. No. Sunny. Is Sunny. It Sunny? I mean, in the movie, it's Sunny. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I believe real that's guy. real life. His name. I forget. Sunny. Um, I guess we should say what the movie's about. Say it. <laughs> say it. Dog Day Afternoon is the classic true story of a bank heist that was literally supposed to be they go in, they take the money, they go, and it ends up being a 12-hour standoff with the police. Mm-hmm. And it takes place in one day, almost entirely in the single location of the bank. We do leave at the end. As tensions rise, we move to the airport. To the tarmac. Where <laughs> Sonny has leveraged the lives of the 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 bank tellers so that he can get on a plane out of the country. To Algeria. To Algeria. That's right. And I don't know about you guys, but what's so insane, at least for me, like watching, I was like, oh my God, he's gonna he's gonna get away. And then we mm-hmm. when he you know, spoiler uh Sal gets shot uh-huh. and then he gets arrested, you're like, oh man. Like, I, know. I thought he I really And that he, is literally that's the end. And that's the end and of the movie. The end of the movie. Like, it's that little release, and it's okay. It's over uh-huh. with the movie. Uh-huh. You really, really root for him and like believe, like, oh my god, he's gonna fly to Algeria. Mm-hmm. Great, because I, I remember, like, like I said, like I hadn't seen it in ten years, and I, didn't, I couldn't remember the ending. And I was like, I was like, check the time. Like, there's five minutes left, and they're yeah. in the they're in like the, the the bus on the way to the airport. I'm like, what? I have, I don't know what's gonna happen here. Like, yeah. I, I, are they just gonna take off and like it'd be good? I, I, don't, I don't know. It's just uh, Al Pacino's just so good. He's literally so good. Mm-hmm. Like. I, I I root for him almost immediately, mm-hmm. oh, even though I know certainly. it's a he's a bad guy. Yeah, and he's a fellow faggot. He's a yes. fellow faggot. The when, when he sees what's his name, Leon. Yes, Leon, and is like, hey, <laughs> like Leon. <laughs> that, it's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I know. It's their, so their good. phone conversation. Uh-huh. Al Pacino writing the will. Yeah. Mm. Cinema. I I don't know for a fact, but I have to imagine that this is the first like mainstream gay movie. Like I yeah. I don't know for a fact. Yeah, like nominated for Oscars. As far as and as far as like claimed. like explicitly homosexual. Mm-hmm. Like there's like coded gay movies before this in right, Hollywood. Right, but like they, this is mm-hmm. like he is stealing the money because Leon wants a sex change. Yeah. But and it's in the and it's done very tastefully f- yeah. for 1975. I completely agree. It really holds up. You never, I mean, the cops make fun of the right. situation, but the audience is never supposed to feel that way about them. No. Mm-hmm. And it's really tastefully done, and mm-hmm. like it could be very problematic, but it's not. Yeah, I didn't like in the other movies. There are some other issues in yeah. other movies that we watch, which is it, it kind of when. With how how this movie handles it, juxtaposed with that, mm-hmm. I think it's very tasteful. Best like, original screenplay winner wow. is that what it won? Mm-hmm. That mm. was that was the mm. Dog Day win. I, I, I think it's at least me. I you I, I, I identify a lot as the people who are gathered around. Like, oh and yeah. Like, and when the when the the crowd find out that he's gay, like like I think like a, a gay group comes and like they yeah, start screaming, cheering like, him on. Yes. I wrote down out of the closets and into the streets. Yes. Like, yes. That, yeah. That's such a cool moment. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like. It's very empowering, yes. and it's he gets like people call him a faggot or whatever, and the half of the the crowd is fighting over the homophobic slurs that right. some people exactly. are throwing. Yeah, and it's just really amazing. It's amazing. Yes, and it's something that can only happen in New York. 
This oh, 100%. speaking of location on film, uh, this could not be an LA movie. No. Because no. it you're not just running down the street to mm-hmm. check out the what's happening. No, yeah. you'd have to drive to the bank. You'd have to drive. You'd have to drive, drive to the bank. To the bank. Yes. Yes. But everyone's running to this block of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. The mom's like, "All of Brooklyn's here." <laughs> oh my god, the character. Uh, oh, his wife too. His actual his wife. actual wife. Yeah, because because th- that's how oh, right. that's how he refers revealed. to Leon. So like he asked for Leon, uh, he 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 asked for the police to get his wife, mm-hmm. and you cut to a scene of his actual wife, like who is just a riot, he yeah. has two mm-hmm. kids, and like very. She's just he like, would never do it. He, Sonny would never do that. His body may have done it, but my Sonny would never have done it. <laughs> I love that. And yeah. then you go back to the bank, and like the police are like, his wife's here, and you see Leon. That's like kind of like the, the a twist, the or, like, reveal. A reveal. It is yes. a reveal that oh, this is his wife. Leon. But also, like, um, Sonny's mom and wife knew about Leon. Like, they yeah. were, like, I don't know if they were maybe happy about it, but, like, they also, like, they all, they, they all attended their wedding. Yeah. Like, that was also interesting. Yes, it is. He's there. He's part of all of their lives. Yeah. And, like, also what's tasteful about it is, like, that could have been treated as, like, a shock moment. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Like, wife, what? Like, fucking, yeah. like, a crying game move mm-hmm. where it's, like... Oh, yeah. It's a movie made in 1994 that does not hold up. Um, Did it hold up? Anyway, it was always problematic. But, um, yeah, I just like that it's just a reveal. Um, I know. The crying game. Yikes. I watched that in college, too. Blinda's going for the pancake bread once again. God damn it. making another run at it. Uh This bitch. Uh Um, And the Attica moment. I'm just going to list. I'm just going to list moments. It is... (laughs) One of the greatest moments in the history of film. Yeah, and, and, goes, this, Attica, and this bank Attica. heist is one of the greatest bank heists mm-hmm. ever on in the world. Film. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, cinema. for sure. Like Heat, mm-hmm. this, which are both Al Pacino. I mean, he's not the the king of bank heists. The king of bank heists. He's not the bad guy, or not the the. He's the cop in Heat, right? But who wants to fuck Robert uh, De Niro? <laughs> With his great ass. Al Pacino mm. and Jack Nicholson should have tied for best actor this year. Yeah. I that, agree. Because, like, Jack... Uh, I don't know how you can vote for... One over the other. Yeah. No way. They're both... And they're, they're just... It's like, I hate the phrase. I make fun of it, but, like, tour de force performance. It is. Right? I mean, I, 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 both it's of overused them. now, but, like, I like so watching one of the, either of those performances, you get why that mm-hmm. phrase is a phrase. And I like, mean, okay. just mm-hmm. imagine being there for... This Oscar ceremony, like every nominee is good. Yeah. Yeah. Except shampoo. But like <laughs> shampoo. Shampoo's fine. But like just It's so dated. Just imagine like, when's the last time best actor category was good? Nineteen seventy five? I know. Maybe. <laughs> the last good year. The final good like, year. Like there have been good winners in the past like fifteen years, but like is there a good like stacked year? I would have to look at it to know, but like yeah. probably not. Mm. I mean two thousand seven. Seven, yeah. You have Daniel Day covered. Lewis and George Clooney mm-hmm. and others. But that's probably at only all. two. <laughs> at L. At L. Um Oh yeah, I was just gonna say Imagine like living in the time of De Niro, Nicholson, and Pacino are all new. Yeah, yeah. Like, ooh, like, and it's all the young, fresh guys. Insane. It is insane that mm-hmm. they all like came up together. And like, imagine being alive where like iconic filmmakers like Kurosawa and Fellini are making like not their swan, well, kind of their swan songs. 
Well, no, really. Kurosawa no. made a lot of movies after, after that that are after that, that are yeah. also great. He made his King Lear adaptation, Ron, which is oh, Ron was after yeah, yeah, yeah. which oh, yeah, yeah. I, which I after. wrote my uh, film school application essay on. Mm, fuck yeah, I wow. need to see. So Ron. it's a very special movie Ron. in my heart. It I need got to see a lot of Kurosawa. So do I. I love There's so many. They're just so many, and they're all good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. So, what else do we have to say about Dog Day Afternoon? I wrote down that this would make a great stage play. It would. And then I Googled oh. it. And Warner Brothers sold the rights in 2016. So, they're developing oh, they're that. they're working <gasps> on it? Yeah. No way. Mm-hmm. Because I was thinking, because One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was originally a stage play, right? I mean, it was a book. It was a mm-hmm. book and then, and then yeah, 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 you're right. Um, so, I was like, oh, this would be, because it's all like literally in one location. Yeah. I think you could do something really cool with some sta- the, the staging of it. And totally. hopefully it comes to stage. I would definitely see that. So would I. Mm-hmm. That should happen. I wonder who would play Pacino. Hmm. They'd probably get a famous person like Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Okay. I would, oh, I would see that. Wow, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a really good get one. Payment, I always just associate money. Oscar Isaac with Al Pacino because they look vaguely similar and they have a similar like manic energy. Yes. But he oh, it could good. also be Adam Driver could do it. And he's on Broadway right now, so like he's oh. getting his mm. his stage cred right now. Adam stage Driver would be really like good. He would. Adam Driver would crush this. Crush he would it. crush it. Crush it. Hell yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. Good movie. Good movie. Let's <laughs> move on because we have a lot of movies we to talk so about. Talk about. Okay, what next? Jaws. Yeah. Let's talk about. Okay, Jaws. so I wasn't able to rewatch this, so I'll let you guys. Now what the fuck is she doing? There's a bug over there. I can oh, see it moving. Linda. Linda's active today because it's the first time I've been she's home like in a week. The, she's like 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 a shark. She kind of is. going around wow. the, our apartment. Beautiful. I love the first half of Jaws. <laughs> that's what I that's literally the first so thing I wrote. So much. I wish the whole movie was that. I know. When does it start getting like when they get it's on the boat? Literally an hour and an hour. It's a two act movie. Got it. They get on the boat and it becomes like a homosocial bonding movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't need I don't want it. I don't need it. Like this is not the movie that I'm here for. I don't care about wow. Robert Shaw's inner life. So Jaws is not a perfect movie for you? Oh, no. <clears throat> I know. A lot of people will have a problem with that. but I, I remember even as a kid when I first watched this, I was like, I would just love more. I want more beach stuff. It, it, yeah. It, it, the it beach just, stuff is so great. much more relatable. And like that's, for, for me, like what makes it so appealing is like, oh, we've all been on the beach. We've all, it it yeah. kind of taps into those fears. And like it, 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 the second act goes on so long, it's, it's an hour yeah. of the movie, and it, it kind of drags a little bit. And, like, I'm so much more interested in, like, Roy Scheider's, uh, like, family dynamic yes, than, like, his relationship with these other two men. And yes. I like the way that Richard Dreyfus interacts with his family. Yes. But, like, I just don't want to leave the land. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I disagree. I like the boat. I think I think most people do disagree. I think yeah. it's a good like slow burn. Yeah. I do agree. So with that. then when the fucking shark blows up, it's such a release and yeah. like cathartic, and you're like, ah, is that literally the end of the movie? He blows up, and it's like credits. And then they they basically because well, yeah, yeah. Is. There's uh, Roy Scheider thinks um, he, he's the only one alive, mm-hmm. and then Bridger Dreyfus pops up, and mm-hmm. then they, they 
kick their way to the shore. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And yeah. he goes, and it's like, I used to hate the water. Like they, like, they have like one more little one. I love when, They love a dad joke yeah, at yeah. the end. I love when Robert Shaw gets bit in half and he's just like that, flailing inside so of good. the shark. That is a <laughs> so moment. Like, there's a few moments in movies from when I saw when I was younger. Like yeah. I'll say like in the uh, in, in Insidious, so that moment with the, the that, like the devil guy behind Patrick Wilson. I yes. can't watch. Oh. It still scares the living yes. shit out of me. Quint's death still scares the living oh really i just like i watched it like i i I watched it but i still i get so tense and just like because i saw when i was like eight or nine and like that really scar that is like that's really the only graphic part of the like yeah truly graphic part yes Mm -hmm. and it's just i love when the kid gets bit too and he's (laughs) (laughs) this movie literally kills a child alex Alex. rated pg yeah (laughs) um Something that I I think about a lot with Steven Spielberg is that he's so good at first acts. He's probably better than anyone at the first act mm. and like setting up characters and dynamics. Mm-hmm. And he's and like all of that is in this movie. Like one of my favorite things is when Quinn drags his fingernail across the chalkboard in the meeting to introduce himself in the community meeting. Oh, and that's the first yeah. time we see him in the movie. And it's just such a strong and like striking way to introduce him. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I don't, I just want that he doesn't have the energy that he has, like, even just, like, three years later, like, to carry that energy into the second and third act of the movie, I think. Like, he, this is still very early for him in his career. Mm. And he was not nominated for Best Director. Wow. So the directors were... Is this his first? No. The Sugarland Express, starring Goldie Hawn... Is Goldie. his first official feature, and then he did a TV movie before that called Duel, which was released oh, theatrically. The truck, the truck, the truck the, movie, the truck which movie. is a ama- is an amazing movie, I think. And uh, then Sugarland Express was his first official theatrical film, and then Jaws was third at the ripe age of twenty six. That's, That's insane. It makes me feel it's, really bad about myself. A twenty six, <laughs> or he was twenty six when he got the job. I think he was Still. 29 when it came out. Nuts. Highest grossing movie of all time. He had to be at a younger age than I am now. Was he... I think he is, just shut this down. Oh, he didn't get nominated for Best Director. No. And there's a, Have you seen the video? The they have a video of like him and his crew like watching the Oscar nominations. Oh, really? And Fellini gets the fifth slot, um, and he's just like, huh. <laughs> Huh. It's like, well, I guess I can't be like, well, Fellini shouldn't get it. Uh, what a moment. Is he, so, I, I don't know if this is a, st- well, Damien Chazelle, he's young. but like, He's young. Damien Chazelle is the think, youngest like, winner ever. How old was he? Is he two mm-hmm. when he won? But like, yeah. who's the youngest director whose movie got nominated for Best Picture? Like, who would that be? John Singleton. Was Boys in the Hood nominated for Best Picture? I think so. I do not know. Because John Singleton is the youngest Best Director nominee in history. So if he is, so then if it got so picture, if obviously. it did get the picture nomination, then he would be probably the youngest. Okay. Yeah, nominated for two. Yeah, director, not picture. Oh, that's rude. That is rude. Rude. <laughs> Writing director, not picture. Rude. I okay. Sidebar. I have been so like emotional about John Singleton mm-hmm. passing away this week. Yeah. Uh, he. I met him once 
in class in college because he is a USC alum. Okay. And he came to one of the intro to film course with his daughter who was in high school because she was thinking about going to film school too. And so like he stayed and chatted a little and the professor like introduced him and was like, he was my student 20 years ago. And love that. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. He was just a very nice man. What a moment. And it's very sad. Yeah. It's just really sad. It is the whole. Yeah. It's just so, he's so young. Yeah. It's sad. It's just sad. Watch his movies. Everyone watch Boys in the Hood. Yes. Watch Higher Learning and watch Rosewood. I'm gonna gonna make a I little have some recommendation. To do. Everyone gonna make that little recommendation. Whoa. Thank you, Ben. You're welcome. <laughs> Is someone walking upstairs? Okay, <laughs> let's get back to Jaws. Yes. <laughs> What are they doing up there? I don't know. What I think is so funny about Jaws is that I think of Spielberg as of like such a like counterculture reactionary. Like he's he's the suit. Yeah. And this movie starts with like the flower child like on the beach and like having a bonfire. And they're just like sexy. Yeah. It's like one of he never has sex in his movies and this is a little oh, yeah. bit sexy. Yeah, skinny dipping. Mm. <laughs> Chrissy. Chrissy. And then she gets eaten by the shark. But it's only blood. It is. Just blood. No bodies. Yeah. No body. Only we later get the, we see the leg. Gets... Yeah, the leg. Oh, um, oh does the, the leg the, float down? The fourth of July when um Chief Brody's son is in the pond. Mm-hmm. And there's that other guy in the boat trying to like warn them. Yeah. The guy dies in his leg. You see his detached leg. It's really a good prop leg. Like the way yeah. it hits the ground and it's the, like the skin jiggles like, yeah. a little bit. Uh huh. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It's Ew. very good. Uh, so yeah, shark. this is probably not even in my top five Spielberg. And I know a lot of That's... people, it would be higher. And I know. It's probably in mine. Yeah. Right next to Ready Player One. Mm. I'm just kidding. Ah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Michael Koreski really liked Ready Player One. So I, I wanted to let yet. you know. It's a good ass movie. I read the yeah. book and it was on, a, it was on the, a plane I was on recently, but I didn't have enough time to like back, you know, back. Mm-hmm. So, the yeah. Shining scene. I mean, is the Shining scene is incredible. Yeah. Oh, I need, to, okay, I need to see it. It's so good. But other than that, I think it's fine. But Michael Koreski's point was. It reminds me of Avatar. Um, <laughs> Michael 2021, Krasky's baby. Point is that it has <laughs> so wait. Who else could do that movie than Steven Spielberg? Because there's so much visual information on screen at once, and you know what's happening at every moment of the movie. Yeah. And that's a really good point. Yeah. Really I would like point. to see it again. Maybe someday. Oh, but Avatar. Does anyone uh, at this table like Avatar? I don't. Um, It's hard. It came out when I was in film school. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what, 2008? Like, freshman year, sophomore year? Nine. Nine. And it was like, it, I remember, like, enjoying it in the theater. Uh-huh. And like then going to like film the classes and that was like the cool thing to hate on it and so oh. I think I was like kind of brainwashed into like oh this is a piece of shit yeah uh, I, I I have not seen it since so I remember enjoying it and it was fun like I've technically not seen the whole thing because I took a nap in <laughs> actively mm-hmm. actively was like I do not want to be here yeah but the, I'm a nap the now. Titanic thing that came out today that was or not today oh my god I literally oh can I the, should the I read can I do dramatic reading to get up from my desk and take a lap around the <laughs> office. I, was I like, needed this to is remove myself. Nuts. <laughs> he on. was like, congratulations. Can't wait for Avatar 2 to beat you. And I'm like, uh, okay, when? Uh, just like the visual, Before. just like that Titanic sinking. Of the, I just thought everything so was cheesy. just so Who made that? And, Did yeah, he make it? It was like, no one asked for that. And that's like, <laughs> it was probably. He, it's so uh, ugly. 
I don't like. Oh. I don't like that he, he signed Jim either. I don't like that Jim. either. Jim, you're James Cameron. Like just like just. Oh. You're oh, Catherine okay, Bigelow's ex ah. husband. Okay, so I've been defending James Cameron on the internet lately. Oh, that is true. I mean, I've been defending Avatar because I think he is a genius, even if I don't love his movies. Yeah. And I think the thing that speaks to like just how great he is is that he married Gail Ann Hurd and then Catherine Bigelow, and like those are two of the like most boss ass women in this film industry so good for him like he recognized early on these women are amazing even if it didn't work out like Mm -hmm. he's attracted to that i'm gonna read his his uh do it do a dramatic reading he tweeted this the other day um so dumb looking it says to kevin and everybody at marvel describe the image so there's an image of the titanic sinking (laughs) and it the 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 butt that's up in the air of the ship is on top of the Avengers logo, also, As which if is the, the iceberg. Yeah. The Avengers logo is the iceberg, everyone. And it says, <laughs> to Kevin and everybody at Marvel, an iceberg sank the real Titanic. It took the Avengers to sink my Titanic. Uh. Everyone here at Lightstorm Entertainment salutes your amazing achievement. You've shown that the movie industry is not only alive and well, it's bigger than ever. Yikes. Jim Cameron. (laughs) Wait, I thought, didn't Avatar outgross Titanic? Yeah, so, but Avengers is officially the number two already. So it's above Titanic. Oh, got it, got it, got it. But it hasn't, so is he going to do like- He'll do another one. He'll do another one where like- like the two weeks. The, the the sex tales. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be the A going oh, into the the A Yikes. A real avatar fucked each other with their tails and you fucked me, oh, Avenger. Right <laughs> I don't fucking know. Oh god. There's so oh. many like issues with that, but like as someone who's, From Jim. Isn't it insensitive? Yes, it's very to the insensitive. Titanic. People I guess we're over that. Kim, yeah. people are dying. Um, but like, as someone, I'm like kind of a, a self-described Titanic historian. Yeah. And like the ship is sinking backwards first off. In that oh. Photo. Like the bow of the ship is up in the air. Jim, did you make this yes. movie? And like just, and then also like the, the ship would have broken in half at that angle. As You're well. right. And But the bow being, it, it's sinking in the opposite <laughs> way and it really makes me mad. Yeah. Aside from all the in- in- obvious insensitivities of this mm-hmm. image. <laughs> True. An iceberg sunk the Titanic. Uh, Thanks, Jim. The, just the <laughs> fact that he says my Titanic. Ah! <laughs> it oh, took God. the Avengers to sink my Titanic. No, 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 no. Yikes. What were we talking about? Should we go Jaws. to One Floor of the Cougar's Nest now? Yes. Or do we have more to say? I want to say one thing about Jaws. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just... the, the, the man? No. What, oh, what the man? homosexual. We gotta what? talk about the man. What man? The gay man. The gay representation Oh my God, duh. I have two things I want to say. So I was watching, I was watching this movie, and so the the mom of the the one kid who dies, Alex, said uh, like a three thousand dollar reward, like you know, mm-hmm. we'll kill this, find this, we'll kill my son. And so they, the, all these like these people, fishermen, go out and find it, and they find a shark. It's like a mako shark or or orca or, um, or a tiger shark, yeah, something yeah. like that. And Richard Dreyfus was like, "That's not, that's not." Or, they didn't know what kind of shark it was, and then Richard Dreyfuss says his first scene, like he's like, 
that's a Mako shark. And this one just like big, I guess, gay guy. Yeah. The way his delivery is just gay. He goes, oh, what? <laughs> like, it's most because it's, it's like a burly guy. And, yeah. like, just like his delivery. And he's like front of frame. Yeah. It's, like... It pauses on it for a long time. Yeah. And it's the funniest moment. Uh, what? Oh, what? It's amazing. What? It's hysterical, and it just made the movie. Yeah, I noticed that. I, I, I never noticed that before. Oh, I when you sent that what video, I was like, oh my god. Oh what? That uh, is a real that's moment. A good, that was a, moment. a meme. Uh, Film history. I, yeah, it was just. It was very. I I have it on my Twitter. If anyone wants to mm-hmm. um, check that out. Mm-hmm. But also, I wanted to say I I've I've actually watched. Not recently, but Jaws one through four. Oh, I had like a marathon. I've never seen roommate. the sequels. I would love to watch those. So, Isn't Jaws the Revenge like insane? Yes, I was going to get to that. So two is Chief Brody. It's another thing. Like it takes place in Amity. Three is basically like they open up a Sea World on the water, <laughs> and like the the shark gets into the Sea World, which is also crazy. <laughs> Hell but yeah! Jaws for the Revenge is um um Lorraine Gary who plays Ellen comes back, oh. it, and um Roy Shiner's not in it. And like she's like haunted by all like these sh- sh- other sharks attacks and like so she's just, she's just, she's like depressed and haunted oh. and like in New England and decides to like <laughs> go to the Bahamas for like just to get away from it and Michael Caine's there and like she's convinced <laughs> that the shark has followed her from New England <laughs> to the Bahamas and it's like it's just batshit oh. it's hysterical watch it I mean all f- uh, 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 two three and four are terrible but right. Jaws Revenge is just like she literally is full on convinced and it's like. It takes it seriously. Taking like, revenge. Like, take the job that the shark is following uh, her. Like, I love it's a vendetta that. against her and her family. And it's like, it's great. It I is, think in the Jaws yeah. Revenge Wikipedia page that you're on, Ben, mm-hmm. it said there's like one of the trivia facts is like Michael Caine agreed to do it because he wanted to buy a new house. Yes, yes. That, I've heard that <laughs> anecdote before. <laughs> yeah. He wanted the money. He wanted the money. As long as he has a reason. Yeah, that's Good true. We'll take it. Um, one floor of the cuckoo's nest. Uh, yes. I wrote a paper about oh, this wow. while the book oh. in high school. school and then we watched the movie and she was like sorry for the salty language <laughs> i saw Pretty it for the salty. first time in summer school uh-huh. and it was like a lazy day in summer school which i was only in summer school because my mom wanted to get us out of the house <laughs> you know like we needed her alone time <laughs> get out of here um so there was like one day that the teacher just was like, these are the movies we have. And I like rallied everyone to like watch One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh my God. You were literally running around getting them to vote for the base to turn the baseball game on. Yes. I was <laughs> wow. literally McMurphy. Raise your hand. Getting Raise your hand. And everyone else was kind of like, huh? Okay. <laughs> and I was like, I want to watch this because it's on the AFI top 100 list and they're like ben what's that which was my like entry point into cinephilia mm-hmm. <laughs> what what is it on that list i think it's in the 30s hell yeah fair mm-hmm. um louise fletcher in this mm. Mm. fuck wow me up yeah that's i think I, that's all I, she's I, just got i i think it's hard sometimes because like she's such a, a, dis- uh, a dislikable character like mm-hmm. it's hard to like but like, if you take a step back and you just like watch her performance, like yeah. you really like it's so it's so nuanced, it's yes. so good, and like you do, there is some humanity in there. Where like, mm-hmm. she's just doing like what she thinks is best. She's uh-huh. doing her job, yeah. And that really comes out for me when they throw the party and she comes back, mm-hmm. and you expect her to be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck. yeah. But she's like calm, yes, level headed, yeah. Until it gets to obviously, yeah. um, what's his name? 
be, be Billy. 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 Uh-huh. Well, Billy. sad. I know. Good Billy. nomination, IMO. He should have won. I mean, I haven't seen. Uh, I just looked this up. It was the Sunshine Boys. I forget what the actor is that won Best Supporting Actor, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen that, so I don't know if he's amazing. But Brad Dourif should have won Best Supporting mm-hmm. Actor. True. I agree. Should have won. IMO. IMO. Um. So Jack Nicholson is my favorite actor of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I, like it's not like you know. I, I this is a, this is my first time watching this movie. I watched it the first time on Thursday, and I I, I I own the DVD, and I like it's always the kind of thing where like I know I'm gonna watch this, I know I'm gonna love it, but sometimes it's, it's hard to like want to actively sit down and oh, like, for sure. like watch this one movie that I know I'm gonna love. I, you know, you the kind pressure. of yeah, exactly. It's a lot of pressure, yeah. so I just never I'm getting around to it. And it's, it was just it's just fantastic. It's so good. He's his eyebrows alone do uh, more acting in this movie. Yes, and it's just like. I love his cigarettes uh, and his little yeah. sleeve. I love, uh, I think it's the first group therapy scene, and mm-hmm. he is just like so amused by everything around him. And he's just like smiling and like, do you guys, like this expression of, do you guys see what we're doing like, here? Yeah, do you back see here. this? Uh-huh. It's, ama- it's just amazing. There's a lot of reactionary shots in this movie. I feel like mm-hmm. a, a lot of the a lot of the shots, like are the dialogue's off screen, and, yeah. and it's people reacting to what they're hearing. I mm-hmm. think that's very interesting. Yeah. Great editing. Yes. Almost as good as Bohemian Raps. Uh, <laughs> thank you. This did not win the Academy Award for Best Editing. No. Jaws probably did. Jaws probably yeah. did. Let's see. Because Jaws got a bunch of noms, too. Um, I just think it's such a good, like microcosm of America at this yeah. time and like mm-hmm. obviously that's the obvious thing that this movie right. is about right. but it ju- it works so well just to like throw this anti-establishment guy in the loony bin mm-hmm. and to see that everyone else obviously has some issues but like no one really is crazy no one needs to be there <laughs> yeah right that's the thing and it's that's like- the message of the movie is that like, like everyone, we all have, everyone just needs help. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's okay. And like some people need more help than others. And maybe we shouldn't try to force people to be, to just like conform and fall in line. Yeah. Powerful stuff. It is powerful. And then you have nurse ratchet who is, you know, just doing her job. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I love about her is that, she is the villain, but yeah. she's also just doing her job. She's doing her job. She thinks I wrote she down. She does think she's just. Yeah. she's trying to help people. Yeah, I wrote down. There are so many dimensions to each character, and that humanity is complicated. Yeah, and like that's literally what like what every person in that movie has a complicated. Is is not just one dimensional. Yeah, they're crazy, but they they're still human beings. They have a heart. They have like intentions and meanings and wants and needs. Okay. I, I just thought it was it was very, that was very interesting to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I like when they're having the meeting about everyone, like the bureaucrats. Right. And she says, like, that would just be passing off our problems onto someone else. And it's like, she does just want to help these people. She really does. Like, you can see it in her face, but, like, she just takes a hard line at the rules. Right. Yep. And that is a rules lady. And that is at odds with everyone. She's Robert Mueller. Wow. And she is not going to break the rules. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. The boat scene. Uh, pure joy. That was on the so boat. much fun. That's when you see what you're talking about, TJ. Yeah. Like everyone's just, they're all human. They're all yeah. just, and they're just like, trying I'm, to live their yeah. lives. Uh, when Danny DeVito is like, we're going to catch a bigger fish. 
I love that. Also, I didn't realize like the first scene, like when he gets admitted and like they're playing blackjack. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't realize that was anything to be known. I was like, yeah. oh my god, I didn't realize. Either. I've never seen him in like like you know in, in a dramatic role. Yeah. And I think it was like you know I've seen. Him and like, this is like before he was right, famous. Right. And, like, like I've seen like in Rocky and Bullwinkle when he's like Boris and yeah. like, like shit like that. And like, obviously it's always Sunny and like I never seen him in a dramatic role and it was like I was awesome. He was great. Yeah. 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 He really is good. And like I barely even recognized Christopher Lloyd until I was like, yeah, yeah I, that too. That's I was Christopher like, Lloyd. Yeah, I know. LOL. He's good in this movie. I love when they're pushing the the fish hook through the eyes of the bait fish, and they're they're all like playing with it. It's just such a warm movie. Yeah, it's a very warm film. It is. And then when Chief reveals that he can talk. <sighs> What Jack Nicholson does in that scene is just like Ugh. he's just like you fucker. <laughs> I think he says you pulled one over on I him. I know. <laughs> you got one over. Uh so full disclosure, I did not finish this movie today. Okay. It's still open on my computer. I have 24 minutes left. Play it right now. Um, let's yeah. just, just do a, 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 let's a just live watch, watch it and we'll do a commentary. <laughs> yeah. Watch party. The commentary track. Um but the ending well, 24 minutes. gets me every time. Oh, and I didn't see a comic. Someone who was yeah. watched it for the first time, like, I, I I knew he wasn't going to leave. And just was like the hug that they share is uh, just like I I just I, it makes me want to cry now because it's just like it's, a, it's such a I I loved. I don't know if I've ever noticed it before, but or if I just forgot. But when in early on when McMurphy says he's going to escape, and he says he's going to throw the water thing mm-hmm. out the window and he's going to run out, they they cut to a close up of Chief. Listening mm. and watching, and then that's what the ending is. That's the ending is. Mm-hmm. It's very good filmmaking. Very good. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Winner of best director. Deserved. Yes. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I cry. I cry at yeah. the, at the Billy. I cry at, like oh, once. Billy. Like you realize he, he's been lobotomized mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Spoiler and alert. Just, well, whatever. <laughs> these movies are forty five. Yeah, these years are forty five <laughs> years yeah. old. Um, and we spoil every. If you're if you're listening to movies, IMO things spoilers. are really spoiled. Mm-hmm. Spoilers, IMO. Mm-hmm. I also like there, there's the moment um, when, when, when like the all night Christmas party is is mm-hmm. over with, and like I think it, like him and Chief are talking and like he, he takes a drink and then it's like, it's like almost like a minute long shot of like Jack Nicholson like realizing that like I might not leave here yeah Even if I have the choice yeah, yeah, yeah. I might need to just to stay here and like so many thoughts are going through his head and like yeah. you, you kind of like implant what you think he's thinking about because there's so many different things that could happen but I thought that was a really great moment yeah I do too I I love Jack Nicholson in this movie I love Jack Nicholson always same in everything do you want to hear my favorite Jack Nicholson anecdote yes always when Warren Beatty was making the film Reds which he won best director for Mm -hmm. um, and he stars in with Diane Keaton and part of the the movie is a love triangle and someone like steals away Diane Keaton from Warren Beatty and Warren and Jack were at lunch just hanging out and Warren was like I don't know what I'm gonna do because who is going to believe that Diane Keaton would leave me like who he literally was like who could play this part (laughs) and Jack Nicholson goes hello like he like supposedly he literally extended his arms at this <laughs> restaurant they were at. Incredible. And that uh, Jack Nicholson plays that part in the movie. That's oh my so gosh. funny. I know. Oh my god. It I mean, when's Tony Erdman coming out? The Kristen Wiig and the remake. Jack I know. Nicholson. Uh, that movie will destroy us all. Mm-hmm. Like if it's good, 
Is this still happening? He will win another Oscar. Yes, if it's good. And, like, I think Lena's a good writer. I think Jenny's a good writer. Yeah. I think they're writing a good movie. Yeah. We don't know who's directing it. No. Okay. Like, you can think all the things you want about Lena, Mm -hmm. but she's a good writer. Yeah. I agree. She may have, like, a a problematic public persona. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she's a good-ass writer. She will write a good-ass script. Yep. And she'll probably get nominated A movie about, like, awkward funny. Oh. Like, they're going to crush it. Crush it. Totally crush crush it. it. That that is her milieu. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? And she's not in it. Yeah. She's not writing herself. She said she's never going to act again. Yeah, I believe that. Why would she? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she's that good. She's. I mean, she's not. No. She's better at everything else. She can play herself. Yeah, and which was what Hannah was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's much better better behind camera. Yeah. But... Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Jackie boy. Should we move on to Shampoop? Sure. Ah. Shampoop. Shampoop. I like the opening scene. It's fun. What's the opening scene again? Where um, Warren Beatty's in bed with Lee Grant. Oh, yeah. That is a good scene. It's and it's like, like dark. it's dark darkness. and he's like fumbling for the phone and it stays in darkness for like a long time. Yeah. And you like know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like sh- wrestling sheets. Mm-hmm. Uh. Oh, Warren Beatty, hot in this film. Oh, yeah. truly. Arms. I wrote arms. So arms. He wears a tank top he in one of those when he's, when he's like doing, whose hair is he doing in the bathroom? Julie Christie's hair? Yep. And then the mm-hmm. husband like comes in and he's uh-huh. like, oh, yeah. antics. <laughs> Not enough antics. Not enough antics. Yeah, think, it should be more of a screwball in yes. my opinion. And it is a screwball, but more. Yes, I just want more. You just mm-hmm. need to turn it up. Yeah. Amp- amplify it up. There's so, there's so like, many other... All of those women can serve, yeah, and they are totally. not—they are not asked to serve, you yeah, know. Like Goldie I Hall mean, can be doing so much more, yeah. And I mean, she does throw a chair through a window, and that Which was awesome. That is iconic. <laughs> and when Julie Christie is drunk at the the election night table, yes, that's iconic. Yes, and mm-hmm. goes under the table, uh huh, yeah. and she's ready to blow him. Uh, so funny. There More are, of that, please. There are very good laughs when there are laughs. Right, I just think not, there should be yeah. more. Mm-hmm. I will say that I think about this movie more than I thought I would when I first watched it. I was mm-hmm. kind of like, that was fine. Yeah. And then like I thought I would just move on with my life. But I do think about it because there are there's more than like it's it's subtle, but it I, I do think there still needs to be more. But like I think there is more subtlety than I gave it credit for when I watched That's it. That's fair. Like when he's blow drying that woman's hair and she's like on his crotch. Yeah, and he puts like, her head into his oh crotch to blow dry her hair. Like, unbelievable. Like, like that got me when I watched it, but like, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's so smart. Mm-hmm. And like, just because the whole movie isn't that, right. it still has that yeah, in it. It still, it still has those moments. Yeah. I do like the idea of like, I, I like movies that kind of like take place. In the backdrop of like like a big cultural event, uh-huh. yeah, event. I but love it's like, that. It's like people's like how people are living their lives and like on the precipice of like something like huge happening and right. changing. And I like I, I did like that, and I think right. This is Nixon getting elected Nixon getting the, the first, first time, time, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And I was thinking, I was like thinking, like if this movie was made today, but then I got like sad because like the 2016 election would be like it's it's too much of a change. I think it'd be too hard to like. Watch. You couldn't that make a no, screwball comedy no. about. Donald Trump getting elected so president. Like, maybe you could do one when like Al Gore and George Bush had like the tie maybe like in two, in 2000. That, that could oh, have, you could, that t- could kind be. Of like that. We have more distance from right, that. Right, but like just yeah, it seems like it, it, you couldn't do a comedy. I don't even but, think you could do that. Though. Yeah. I don't. I don't. As much as I like the the that backdrop, yeah. I don't 
I, I don't know what the through line is there. Is it just that these rich people are romping about when their lives are about to yes. change yeah. forever? I think that is what it is, but I'm also a little... I think I think it's just we're too far removed from it. Yeah, I think, I think that I think could be. I don't Nixon know how was a big cultural shift for mm-hmm. like going back towards conservative values mm-hmm. and right. that kind of thing. And like, I kind and of... he signaled a change in the Republican Party. Right, I understand. Right. Like the Eisenhower Republicans yeah. were officially over, and now we have these hardline conservatives. Like, there's a direct line from Nixon to Trump. Yeah, right. right. I think it's so interesting because it, a... it, it it kind of plays with the idea like. You know, I feel like culture kind of starts like you know with the, you know in, in terms of, like, of this like the sexual revolution like mm. with the hippies and the young people and like culture kind of eventually makes its way up to like other people and like this is like it's like rich people who like want to be a part of the sexual revolution but can't deal with the side effects of it like that's you, so like, true like can't be easy yeah. breezy because yeah. like you're gonna be like fucking other people and like you're and they're all married to right. each other in this movie so like the stakes are so high but also like you're getting mad that your wife who is cheating on you with someone else, but you're also, it's just, yes, it's why like, yeah. no one can handle the consequences of the sexual revolution. Yes. I think that's a really fun thing to like play with. That's a like, really good point. The, yeah. The I didn't even class, think of that. Rich people are finally mm. getting it to that part of the culture, but yeah. it's like, they're not doing it right. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's, that's a really so good, true. That's oh, really that makes me like the movie more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought about, and that's the kind of thing where like, I think when I watched something, this was like, whatever. And then I thought more and more about that. Of how, yeah. <clears throat> I feel like all these movies, especially, I mean, all movies, you can argue that, but at least the four we talked about have been very reflective of the time yeah. that it came out in. Me and Ben were talking about that in the very car Very topical. Here. They're very, they were very timely then, and they're also timeless because they feel timely now. Yeah. Like we haven't even gotten to Nashville, but yeah. Nashville. Once we talk about Nashville, I'm gonna, I have a, I have a thesis for all of these movies. Hell yeah, wow. we'll save Nashville the best for last. Well, not in someone's opinion. <laughs> Who? Yours. No, I don't think it's the best of these. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. But I do think it's a five star movie. Yeah. I think so. it I think it is. Now that I think about it, I think it is the best one. Yeah. I do. But one flu. Should we move to it and talk about Nashville? Do we have more to say about Shampoo? I just thought it was a great a, a fun LA movie. I it like is a, I just listened to you guys' episode about LA Under the movie. Silver Lake and that's another LA movie and this was a Hell yeah. <laughs> there you go, Brent. <laughs> Thank it, you. It's another like kind of like uh obviously on the more of the west side of, of town, but like, it's a really great, good LA movie. A great LA movie. Whenever they would like get to like a new street and you could see the street sign, I would plug yeah. it into Google Maps to see like, it felt very like accurate, where are we? Yeah. And like it would be like all over the Hollywood Hills and I'm like, mm, how fun. Yes. And Carrie Fisher. Young Carrie uh, Fisher. Young Carrie Fisher. Oh my God! Yeah, she's Pre-Star so young. Star Wars. Yes. Is so the daughter young. is Lee Grant's daughter. Uh huh. Isn't she like sassy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And mm. it's implied that she fucks Warren Beatty. Yes. Oh, they definitely. They one hundred percent. Yes. 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 He comes out like putting his pants on. Yes. <laughs> um. Before we move to Nashville, well, do you want to do the two foreign films? And then Nashville. It's the sure. Grand finale. I know TJ. You didn't watch. You didn't watch the foreign. I will. Film. I will listen to film. Not my way to love you just when no one's looking. Not my way to take your hand if I'm not sure. It's not my way to let you see what's going on inside of me. When it's love, you won't be needing your But let me just tell you about my favorite part of a Mark Horn. Please. <laughs> Please. This do. movie. Oh, it's so good. It's like, why is it? It's just so 
funny. It's, it's just like, raunchy. It's just raunchy. And there's like, okay, so let's talk about the farting. Uh, there is so much farting in this movie, TJ. What? Okay. Oh, it's my so favorite good. scene is the dinner. They're how they're uh-huh. all gathered around the family. There's like a mom, a girl, the grandpa, whatever, mm-hmm. a family eating dinner. And they just start screaming at each other. And the mom is just like, I'm going to fucking kill you or whatever. And she's just like screaming, screaming, screaming. I think it like the son or someone. I forget. I watched it a while ago. Yeah, it's um, the older son had. The hot blonde. Yeah, the hot blonde had. There's a hot blonde. Hot blonde. At the movies had peed on the neighbor's head. From the balcony oh, that's right. down onto his head. A lot of bodily functions. In this there movie. are truly are. Wow. And like there's a lot a group of boobs. Of, there's a group of four young men all in the same car jacking it. Yes. Talking oh. about the hot girls in their class and I mean, the this, car is like shaking. It's that's really incredible. Funny. I mean, this movie's just Fellini. It's literally I remember, mm-hmm. and it's about him just recalling his raunchy teen yeah. years mm-hmm. and his and, and during the rise yeah, of Mussolini. Right, this. right. It's on the Criterion Channel. Okay. It is. Mm-hmm. So that's for you. one that you can okay, scream. So as she's screaming, mm-hmm. the grandfather, right, grandfather, Excu- grandpapa, excuses oh. himself to the other room. <laughs> <laughs> he, he grabs onto two chairs and he goes, one, two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> and he farts twice. And then he and goes, then, one, two, three. And he bar- Daniel has talked about this yeah. before. And he's like, Brandon, you're going to die. And I did. <laughs> I had to rewatch it like five times. I had to pause it. He I really crying. bears down. <laughs> and, he goes, and he really lets it lets rip. Let's rip. <laughs> and why? Yeah. Why? It's never. It referred. is not addressed. And the family is still fighting in the other room. I think it's just meant to be funny. Like, yeah. I need to. Release air. Yeah. My family's fighting. <laughs> They're I'm releasing gonna, their own things. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go into the other room and fart. Amazing. And that's very, I think that's very true to memory and how yeah, the weird, we remember the weirdest things in like really emotional situations. It's sort of like Ladybird's way of memory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like it's it's a collage of moments. And yeah. these moments just happen to be all very raunchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love. And flatulent. They're all the, the school boys are like out on the town square and they're, and they were just watching all of these women sit on their bikes. Yep. And we just watch like a Every montage butt. of butts like bouncing on bikes. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I uh, love it so much. It's just much. such a, what do I want to say? Not immature movie, but like an yeah. adolescent. Mm-hmm. It's like Fellini literally transplanted his brain yeah. into his younger self mm-hmm. to direct this. Uh, it's it's a, it, it sounds like it's a lot of those things where it's like, you know, it's just, you know, shared experiences when you were a kid that you yeah. didn't think that anyone else like it was only you who like saw something like like something like that or like you know like had this memory and then you're like oh wait everyone experienced this, this yeah thing. Like, it's a, not yeah. embarrassing but a raunchy thing that you never really shared with anyone else mm-hmm. yeah and i love the scene where he goes to the store woman with the big breasts yes love her and she pulls out his her breasts for yep. him and she's like and suck she, on my nipple and he can't do it he doesn't know how to suck on her nipple and she's like no suck on it not blow on it <laughs> and she's like fuck you kid and then they don't fuck and she's just like okay you have to go yeah but it's just like amazing yeah and she's just... like a main well she's one of the she's like on the post she's like a yeah. main player yeah watch this movie it's so good um and also like like net like well not Nat, well yeah nashville and like shampoo it takes place at a big with the backdrop of a big cultural uh-huh. giant cultural shift the rise of fascism mm-hmm. and we see that the father is not a fascist and he gets in trouble with 
the Mussolini people. Mm-hmm. And the son is just like taking all of this in and like seeing the way that people fawn all over Mussolini in this movie. It's mm. very interesting. It's very interesting. Very interesting, rich, the, complex, layered, dark, it is. deep. Uh, I gave it a four and a half on Letterboxd, but I think it deserves a five. The first time I watched it, I gave it a four. I gave it a four. And TBH, I only watched half the first time because I was tired and I turned it off and then I just never finished it for oh. whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But finishing it, I think it's a five-star film. Wow. What? Wow. I need to see it again. It's so fun. It's just fun. It's so fun. I love when they go pick up the crazy brother. Oh, yeah, that whole segment. There's a whole segment where... He climbs a tree. They go get a bro- the, the dad's brother, the uncle, mm-hmm. from an institution to take him out for the day. And he pees himself on the side of the road, which mm-hmm. is really sad. And it's... Right. They they pull over to pee, and he forgets to take his pants down, basically. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then, eventually, he climbs a tree, and they're trying to get him down. And then the family's like, well, we're just going to leave. And he still doesn't come down, so then they have to call the mental institution oh. to come get him. And it's really sad. It is. It's just, and it's really moving. And you see just, like, so much of this family's life. And it's a really, like decentralized movie like the older son is clearly Fellini but right like he's not necessarily the lead like everyone has equal weight the family his friends like Altman-esque it's, just it, is Altman, <laughs> it is Altman-esque <laughs> I'm just kidding and it's very mm, it's um it's rich it's Russo-esque oh <gasps> just kidding oh. Daniel's gonna reach through however he's listening to it and strangle me. Um, okay, let's jump to Dursu. Okay. Um, moving good ass fucking movie. movie. So good. I mean, this is another one that just like start to finish is just... Hit me in the gut. Truly enthralling. Mm. The wind scene. Oh, yeah. Pick up... Okay, so let's paint a picture okay. for, for our listeners me. and TJ. Mm-hmm. Um... So, I don't know, what's anyone's name aside from Dursu? Who's, what's the cap? Capitan. 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 So, there's a captain of this. They're like army? No. They're troop. trappers, I yeah, think. I don't know. They're like walking and around. And they're making maps. Yeah, they're like explorers, okay. basically. Yeah. Um, in Russia. And they, so. And it's before the the uprising. It's like early 1900s. Yeah. And Dursu and, and the it's captain. Imperial Russia are in this sort of desert mm-hmm. and nightfall is coming. They're lost. And Dursu's like, we got to stop. We got to stop. And we have to collect all these. So it's all these like, it's like wheat. I don't know. It's a bunch yeah. of grass, tall yeah. grass. So the whole scene is them frantically collecting this grass before like it becomes night and like the winds are going to like freeze them to death, I guess. Yeah. Um. So they create this giant like straw pile that they have to sleep in. It's just, the scene goes on for a very long time, yes. and it's riveting. And, and it's all the they're doing is collecting. Bonds them together forever. Yes, that is the, That's scene. the scene. So the, oh, the plot of this movie okay. is Dursu is ethnically a Goldie, G O L D I. Mm-hmm. He lives in the mountains of Russia, okay. and mm-hmm. he has 
he's and they just stumble upon him yeah Mm -hmm. and he is more ethnically asian so he's like very west east russia as opposed to this this group of explorers are white russians and they're from the the urban world of moscow or saint petersburg wherever they live i don't think it's ever said Mm -mm. but and dursu lives off the land and he is there he becomes their guide and he believes everything is a person which i love Mm -hmm. he talks about like there are so many people here and he's referring to like inanimate objects and animals and human beings and he just starts teaching the white people about more how to navigate the land. Yeah, how to navigate the land how and how to survive. To survive. Yeah. And so at some point, the captain and Dursu get separated from the rest of the troop. Yeah. And they really bond in a really beautiful way mm-hmm. because they make each other survive. And then the the mission is over mm-hmm. and the captain asks Dursu, why don't you come back with us and you can stay with me? And Dursu was like, no, I'm going to go back into the land. And then... And then that's Act that's two. the end of the that there's oh. an intermission then. Wow. And then literally an intermission. There's I literally think a card comes up. Yes. End of Act One. Yeah. And then they come back and the they're they're going on another mission and he's like, I wonder if we'll see him. And they do eventually meet up again. And this time it gets a little like Dursu is aging. It's like a couple years later. Oh. He gets he's very angry about the way that the world is going, and he he's starting to go blind, and like he's very upset and like worried about what is he going to do with his life. He can't live off the land if he can't see, and he does end up going back with the captain and living in their house and like becomes part of their family. But he's miserable. But he's miserable uh-huh, because he's, he's not home mm-hmm. and he ends up getting arrested for chopping down a tree, like in a park for firewood. And he doesn't understand like, why would you take money to go buy firewood? We can just go get there firewood. Exists out there. Yeah. Or, and he like literally says to someone like, why would you buy, take money to go buy water? Like we live by the river. Right. And it's very good. And then he decides he's going to go back into the woods into the woods mm. and the captain goes upstairs and you think he's mad that Jersu is leaving and he comes back down with a, a new a brand new rifle and he's like take this with you and then Uh-oh. the captain gets a call and they found a dead body the cops and he had the captain's card with him and they want him to come identify the body and it's Dursu and he doesn't have a rifle on him and he was shot and killed by a thief who wanted and took the rifle. Oh. So the captain killed him essentially. And, oh no. And it's there devastating. is this <sighs> totally insane long shot of the captain just watching them dig Dursu's grave. Yep. And that's how the movie ends. Wow. It's, it's amazing. And it op- so it opens so you know Dursu's going to die yeah. because it opens with I think him identifying the body or going to his visiting his grave. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's So what you it know is. Dursu passes 
but it's still like and i have some thoughts about what this means Mm. for akira kurosawa in the year 1975 let's hear it um so kurosawa was the biggest fucking deal in the 50s Mm -hmm. and he was international superstar he was probably the first like international director to like be not a household name in the united states but like to the people that like to go see movies, he's a household name. Yeah. And the cinephiles. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then by the late sixties, early seventies, he can no longer get a movie made. And that's uh, why he goes and makes this movie in Russia because they are the Russian government like calls him and they're like, We'll give you money to make a movie <laughs> if you make a movie about Russia. And he's like, Great, I'll do it. Uh and I just think like Dursu is aging. And it's a movie about how can I live in this world and do what I am able to do. And Akira Kurosawa is like really grappling with aging and the changing tastes of film goers. Mm -hmm. And how is he going to be able to do anything? This is the only thing he knows how to do. I really, I think he really sees himself in Dursu Usala. So so it's really... I think it's a really powerful fucking movie. Yeah. And it, it, this is a movie that I've owned on DVD for 20 years and I've never watched. There you also go. available on Criterion. Wow. Yeah. Uh, good ass movie. Good ass movie. I At first, I was like, this is going to be good, but it's probably going to be like moderately good, like for like 20 minutes. And then it like really like ratchets up. Oh, yeah. it sure does. It nurtures ratchets up. Truly. Nash, do we, Robert is, Altman's. Is Nashville all we have left? Yeah. Wow. Did we did we go through them all? Can we count? Because I because yes, I'm skeptical. Yes. We, I because I, I I watched the first four. You talked about two more, and then there's Nashville. and then there's Nashville. Yeah. Okay, great. You've seen Nashville? I have not. Oh, but I'm going to. Not on Criterion. I know. There was Electric a, but chair. But it is on Ele- Criterion. There's a Blu-ray. Right, right, right. But right, it's right, not right. on Criterion. Channel. Sorry. Let Rude. me clarify. Mm-hmm. So it should be not on, on Criterion Channel. It was the one movie that I wanted. I really wanted to watch. It just I wanted to get my full attention. It just well, we shouldn't spoil it for you. No, then. it's fine. It, it, it's really we can talk around. The we ending. can talk around. Yeah, I can also leave the climactic the moment. No, stay. Okay, I like being here. So thank you. Um, give us your the or no. Let's say what the movie's about. The movie is about the movie is about a bunch of people. Great, done. Who are. <laughs> In Nashville, mm-hmm. many people who live in Nashville and they're Some there singers for a, a news report, a newswoman uh, from the BBC, oh Charlie God. Chaplin's When she's daughter. walking in the 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 bus mm. parking, she's like yellow. These yellow. She's like trying to come up with her like lead of the story. And she's oh. like yellow, the color of cowardice. The co- <laughs> yellow, the mm. <laughs> she's it's so it's good. And then she like walks by a man who's just like trying to live his life, uh-huh. and she's like turning them into. Story, a story, Character the scoop, yeah. mm-hmm. and then it happens previous when she's in the junkyard and she sees the man and mm-hmm. she's doing the same thing, talking yeah. to herself like an idiot. Like, yeah, a stack of cars. I, <laughs> I think it's in the junkyard. She's doing that, and a guy walks up, and she's like, "Oh, oh my word!" <laughs> she's like, "I thought I was alone." <laughs> uh, that's anyway. Good. So she's one of the characters. Um, and there's a political rally that they're all 
somehow tangentially involved with either someone's performing or they want a singer to perform and so they're trying to goad them into doing it but like obviously if they're performing at the rally then they're supporting them politically right so like there are, are some tensions and yeah it's just a confluence of all of these things over the course of a couple of days leading up to this rally and during this rally it's my favorite. It's my favorite kind of movie. Like yeah, all the vignettes and how yeah, people, and then and then how they all yeah. come all, together. Like at the Vantage end. Point, a 2008 movie. Oh, very. I've never seen that. <laughs> it's stupid. It's no. terrible. So but Weaver's in it. So oh sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's Worth more like it. twenty. It's more like rewinding things over and over. You, you see like the events pan out differently. You see him get point. assassinated, like, like and then you see from everyone's vantage point what happened. Yes. Wow. I'm sorry for comparing Nashville to Vantage Point. <laughs> no. but it's my only Daniel's thing. now reaching through the mic to strangle you. <laughs> yeah, he's like you. slapping me. He's like, mm-hmm. take them taking the microphone far away from me. Mm. Carry on, please. Um, I think that's the whole plot. Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin gives Lily one of the Tomlin. greatest performances in the history of film. And there's a scene that features her, and it's literally just watching her face. And it's the most moving thing I've ever seen in my entire mm-hmm. life. Ugh. Academy Award winner, best original song. That song? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, a man wants her to cheat on her husband with him. And they she goes to the bar and he sings a song for her. And we are just like watching her react to the uh, song. And you're lo- and you're also cutting to the other women who are like, Is it about me? Who's yes. it about? Oh, These other women because he's, he's a rock star right. and his wife. Yep. Who is like, who the fuck did he write this song about? And oh, what's what's great is that the women's framing is like they're up close and they're like oh it's about who's it about yeah. it's about me but then lily tomlin she's like always like further in the background yes, you're and right you're just watching her and she knows she it's knows about. like the other girls are like oh is it i'm getting chills me? just I thinking about me. that I mean, scene i know and the way that storyline wraps up mm-hmm. crushing crushing it's crushing the way she gosh she when she kind of a spoiler when she leaves his room Mm-hmm. Um, she does something mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was it was like she gives him a look it's something she does with like oh she lifts up the bed sheets to pull her panties off his foot Oh, that yeah. detail I'm like oh my god I know she's so good and I love I just love when she's like uh, I think my favorite bit of acting Lily Tomlin does in this movie is when so we've learned before this moment that she has two deaf children mm-hmm. the journalist is chatting with her and she says my her she asks are your children singers too and lily tomlin's like no both of my kids are deaf and the journalist is like oh that's so sad and lily tomlin is like no they're great like i love them they're great and oh. then they get home that night and lily tomlin is listening to her older son just tell her about his day and swimming class and she just is interested and she just loves him so much. It's just, she's lit up. Yeah. She's literally lit up. Mm -hmm. It just makes me so happy. And the husband isn't really paying attention. Right. And she's like, listen to your son. Yes. Ah, it's so good. I really love movies where someone, someone just really loves someone else and they just watch them. (laughs) That's all I want in a movie. Great. That's really all I want. To seeing someone you love, uh huh, just like existing. Yes, yeah. That's that's like my favorite thing in any movie, and I just love it. I now own it on Amazon. Hell yeah! Because it was unable to rent, so I uh, just bought it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's okay. And that's a great my probably the best purchase I've. 
best ever eight, made. Ever <gasps> ever made. Best eight dollars I've ever spent. Hell yeah. Uh, what's your thesis? We'll oh, wrap up with that. Yes. Guess what? We are hit we, nine. Well, we're are we at an hour and a half ish already? Yeah. Wow. So wow. we can conclude with your thesis. Um, all all of the American movies that we discussed mm-hmm. are about like the failure of American masculinity. Ooh, all of yeah. them. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, in their own, in like different ways, mm-hmm. like. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is about this, like, regimented, like, militaristic yeah. lifestyle that has really taken hold in America in the 50s and was broken apart by the Jack Nicholson types. Yep. And unfortunately, this movie says that they will lose in the end. And Shampoo is about a man who is so consumed with his sexual exploits that he doesn't see that he'll never have the career he is also trying to have mm-hmm. as he's trying to get people to invest in his uh, salon. salon. Uh, Jaws is about just America in general more than masculinity, but it's like we have... They want to keep the beach open for mm-hmm. for capitalism. Yep. And Roy Scheider isn't like doing like he could just shut it down. Yeah, he's he, not doing enough. He doesn't do it because of whatever reason he kowtows to the mayor. Uh, and Dog Day Afternoon is about like this man is trying to get money for his boyfriend's sex change, and the way that the world interacts with him and treats him and the way that they just sort of are run down and they need these things. I'm rambling now. Uh, and Nashville, 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 the climax of the movie is literally like toxic masculinity gone awry. Yep. And yep. Uh, oh my God, Nashville, portrait of America. Literally. Literally, literally a portrait of America. It's it, the that's most it's called America. Nashville. It's the most American movie ever made. Against the backdrop of the flag. Yep. It's insane. That movie is insane. the best movie ever. Three hours. Uh, When they get into the car crash, and then they're all just hanging out on the freeway because they're of the 70 car pileup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just you got all of the characters out in the the world. Just in the freeway. Oh, yeah. On the freeway. Uh, Love that. And the songs. The songs. What's the one? Barbara Jean? Barbara Jean. Barbara Jean shows she's a singer who was in the hospital because she, mm-hmm. what happened to her? She fainted. She fainted. And, and she's she been just, in and out of the hospital. She's been ill lately. And she has like sort of a return concert and she, her mind starts to slip and she starts rambling instead uh, of like going with the next song and the band oh has no. to keep stopping. She keeps the, saying, okay, and now we'll get to the next song. And then she tells a story. And it's heartbreaking. It's it's rough. Oof. Good movie. Amazing. Good movie. And so that's just where America was at this point. Yeah. Where And it's where America is now. Mm. It's where America really is now. Yeah. It wasn't quite as... Timely and timeless. Uh, like, the violence wasn't quite <laughs> there in 1975. Like, there was yeah. violence, but, like, right. we don't. they didn't have, like, school shootings once a week in yeah. 1975 like we have now. Right. And... Sorry, I just brought this podcast down. No, it's, I mean, it's true, though, because it's like, you know, you, 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 you like said timely and that timeless. Is our world. And it's like, yeah. In, in a way, you know, they're more applicable today, but we're in a different mindset. Mm-hmm. And you can, you kind of view them in a different way. Yeah. And how. Yeah. Yeah. I probably 
like I haven't seen Nashville since the Obama years, and it's a very different movie watching it now. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. It's I gotta rewatch it. Like when now that I own it, yeah, I can watch it. Oh, Hell, yes. I want. Yes, but I watched can. this movie over three days. On my laptop in 30 minute chunks. Yeah. How please. Robert Altman intended, intended. it to be seen. Uh, that's so how I, I watch I will be, <laughs> I will be reviewing that, it. That's how I watch shampoo. I would go, <laughs> I would shampoo. go watch, look at Buffalo all day. And then when my parents would go to bed, I would strike up my, uh. my laptop and watch Akira Kurosawa's Academy Award winning <laughs> film until I was tired too. Yes. And then I went to bed. Yes. Great. Yeah. Uh. Well, well, we wow. did it. Wow. TJ, thank you so much. Oh, I hope for I did Daniel in. proud. I mean, you I did. think she used to fail, but you I'm did the film to... fags proud. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we are course. happy to have you. I'm happy you. to fill in whenever whenever needed. Yes. If not, I'll be a, a happy listener. Wonderful. As I always am. We love it. Uh so this has been Movies IMO. With a very special With guest. With a very ah. special guest. Daniel Crook will return next week. He will. When we are talking about Jesus Christ, <gasps> Anne Hathaway's other red oh, yeah, score yeah, yeah. movie this year, The Hustle. Oh yes, and we will also I've be talking why. about <laughs> some Lady Hustle movies. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't okay, know how like to that. describe what Lady Hustle. Lady, Lady Hustle movies. Lady to Hustle. We will be talking about the 1941 film The Lady Eve, starring Barbara Stanwyck. <gasps> Good movie. And we will be talking about. The Grifters, starring Angelica Houston and Annette Benning, and also John Cusack. But like, yeah, we but we're here for the women Grifters. Wow, that that's gonna rip. Yeah, that's gonna rip. We're gonna rip. talk about the hustle for about four minutes, and then we're and gonna the, talk about Dirty Rotten Skanks. You mean the, that was the work? Yes. Title. Oh, oh yeah, because it's based it, on Dirty Rotten it's, Scoundrels. It's literally a, it's it's literally remake, a remake. Very much of right. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. And then what is Dirty Rotten Scoundrels a remake of? Isn't it? A remake oh, is of it? Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I like our homework. Yeah. Lady hustling. Lady hustling. Um, You can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, yes. on Google Play, and on Acast. <gasps> yes. And... Tell us. Tell us. Rate us five stars on the iTunes store. Rate us five stars and tell us. What, what, uh, uh, let's give a real one. What's what? 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 Go your... to my Twitter. Go to at real Todd Haynes and vote on my poll today. Okay. Is Nurse Ratched a leading character or a supporting character? Oh, fair. That's a very what do you think, TJ? I voted on the poll. I think leading. I was at the end leading. of I I Same. I can see both arguments, and at the end of the day, I do think she's the leading character. Mm-hmm. And tell us. <laughs> What's, Would know. you be seduced by Keith Carradine's <laughs> song "I'm Easy" in Nashville? Uh, I know I would. I was. I was. I was wrecked during the whole song. You know. Wow. Yeah. Good. Mm. Great. Um. Who are you? Oh, my name is Ben Empey. You can find me on Twitter at Real Todd Haynes. I'm Brandon Kirby. You can find me on Twitter at BK Kirby. And I'm TJ Slipko, and you can find me on Twitter at at TJ Slipko. Hell yeah. And you can find Daniel on Twitter at Daniel <gasps> yes. Crook with three O's. You sure can. We miss you, Daniel. Um, we, we miss, miss you, you, Daniel. Daniel we'll will be back snacks. to discuss Anne Hathaway next week. The winner is Jane Fonda. Thank you. Thank you very much, members of the Academy, and thank all of you who applauded. 
There's a great deal to say, and I'm not going to say it tonight. I would just like to really thank you very much.